0: an apparition has been seen among the graves on more than one occasion and many who have walked through the cemetery have uh, said that they hear soft whispering which cannot be explained I don't like that
1: I don't want that no
0: between the present and the past Memories held in the walls and earth. Energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness.
1: That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm
0: Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the residuals. Residuals. Hey, Joy.
1: Hi. How are, how are, you? are you, Emily?
0: Ah, oh, twins. I'm... Jinx. How are you?
1: What? Twins what? What What are we, we twins? Just said, we, are we, both twins?
0: Ju- we both just said, how are you at the exact same time. Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> that means I have to say your name uh, before you can talk again, Joy. Okay. Go for it.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, do you want to know the dumb thing I did today when I got to my
0: office? I love dumb things. Tell me.
1: I still can't believe I did this. Uh, I had a lot of stuff. Like I usually do have a bag and a bunch of stuff and a coffee and my keys and whatever sunglasses. And I came in and I put stuff down and I was like, oh, I like moved around the room a little bit, turned around, did the hokey pokey. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize, I didn't realize that I left this reusable coffee cup here. I thought I had that at home. That's so weird. That must be old from the other day. Let me throw it out. No. So I like dumped it down the sink. And then I went back. And I was like, that's weird. Which, which one did I take today? Cause they're all different, like fall images. Yes, And I looked and I was like, Oh, I just dumped out the coffee I brought in from home that I just set down. Like what is wrong with me? I was like, was I just like, Maybe my brain was like, oh, you're holding keys, and it thought I was holding my coffee cup that I brought with me. I don't know what the fuck happened, but my entire brain went to mush for about 45 seconds. And by the time I realized it, it was too late and the coffee was down the drain. But because I'm a psychotic caffeinator, mm-hmm. I have little um, instant coffees here with my electric kettle. So I love that. I managed to save my life. I love so that I could be here today. But I just cannot believe that I put the cup down, didn't realize it. And my brain went, old coffee, please remove. And I co- you, removed it on autopilot.
0: Did you not notice the, the steam coming off of this old coffee? Uh, as it went No, down the there sink? wasn't
1: any. Did it, it has, it's a, I have these reusable. No, I just picked it up at the top and like undid it. Oh, right. Uh, it, there are these really cute, reusable dear Halloween Starbucks. These
0: are plastic. plastic. Yeah. These are not insulated. Dear listeners. This is a, a no, plastic. but I
1: picked it up by the top, like by the, by where it connects at the lid. So I didn't, and oh. I had had it. It was just coffee from home. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I couldn't, I still can't believe that I did it. Like somebody tricked me. This is a, that's a very non-joy thing. I know it's and I've also I told you earlier before we were recording that I've had a fucking headache for at least five days now yeah. so that's not helping me no. at all
0: no um
1: but fuck man I remember specifically thinking oh it's probably moldy and I'm not gonna be able to tell because the last thing I had in there was a matcha latte which yeah. was from like last week I don't know my brain like instantly made up this fucking story to go with this cup that I thought was old oh god so it's stupid that's bless 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 ah, but now i have coffee so we're saved well <laughs> just wanted to let everybody know what a big dumb idiot i
0: <laughs> well speaking of the of the life skills uh, snafu can i tell you something that my kid did <laughs> what happened so the other night um she was ready for bed wanted a snack as they do And I was in, um, I was in our bathroom, like brushing my teeth or something, and suddenly she comes running into our room, into the bathroom, and there's Mm -hmm. blood coming out of her mouth. Oh, no. I'm like, what happened? Did you bite your tongue? No. No. And her tongue is bleeding. And I'm like, what, what happened? I don't know. Are you sure? Because it's bleeding. What happened? She's like, no, I don't know so i go in the kitchen we get paper towel we put it on there and then she says i need to show you something we go back into the kitchen we've got uh, the way our refrigerator is is top is fridge bottom is freezer drawer with a drawer in it for ice Mm -hmm. she opens the freezer door opens the drawer where the ice is and points to something on the handle what? Joy, it's a part of her tongue. She decided oh, to stick no. her tongue. <laughs> and didn't no. know she would guess. And she panicked. Fuck. She panicked. And that's terrifying she for detached her. Detached. And a little piece of her oh tongue stayed. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, is, it, was, is this your your tongue? Did you bring your tongue here? She's like, Yes. <laughs> So I got to, I got to scrape a little bit of her tongue off. Oh my fucking word! And unlike her fingernail that fell off after she slammed it in the door, this one she did not uh, make me put in a ziploc bag and keep. I got to put this. No, that'll her
1: body that'll in the trash. Go bad. That'll go yeah. Bad.
0: So that was something that I was like, you are definitely my child.
1: Definitely. I uh, I don't know what story I was expecting, but it was not that. And I am so happy I just got to hear that. <laughs> Right? Uh, thank you. You are welcome. That's it's like, really
0: it's, it cracked me up, especially because I'm like, what happened? I don't know. Oh my God. Did you bite your tongue? No.
1: I no, was she wasn't bleeding. lying. Was wasn't lying. lying. No. She
0: wasn't telling the truth. Um, oh, That's by amazing. the way, uh, Yes. Quick. uh, Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is the...
1: The... Residuals. residuals.
0: Um, So today I am doing the paranormal shenanigans about Sleepy Hollow. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, like its surrounding areas because it it is a little bunkies out there um west County. you know Yeah, yeah yeah tarrytown so i didn't realize until doing my homework into this that um sleepy hollow was actually a village it used to be part of tarrytown um but it was officially given its own it was it was a it was officially made its own little thing but it it was it used to be tarrytown
1: yes so it was part of Terrytown. Exactly. And Terrytown is also called a lot of stuff. other things, like, wasn't it like Beekman Town or something too? So
0: there was originally a something Dutch else. name for it that just translated to sleeping something. Yes. I didn't write it down.
1: What is I that? had that. I spoke about that in my yeah. Slapper's Haven.
0: Slapper's Haven. Oh, yeah. We talked about that because Slapper mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. It's a really delightful right. term. Slapper yeah.
1: shavin. It looks like slapper shavin when you write slapper it together, slavern. but I think it's just slappers slapper haven. Okay. Yes. Um
0: mm. Shall I begin? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's go. Obviously, uh, Sleepy Hollow became uh, infamous for infamous, famous. Eh. It came to the public um, awareness. I don't know. Became Do you know known my... for? Thank you. My brain is also mush, but that's just because I'm old. Um, so yes, it, be- it became it, it became part of the public lexicon. Oh, is that the right? T- whatever. Because of uh, Sleepy Hollow, a lovely, delightful story about a headless horseman. Um,
1: it's the legend
0: of Sleepy Hollow. The Sleepy Hollow, yes. Uh, written yes. by Washington Irving. And so I'm going to start with a little bit of uh, Washington Irving stuff. Um, yes, please. So just kick this motherfucker off. Okay. Let's go. In the
1: summer of 1978,
0: an outbreak of yellow fever in Manhattan sent a 15-year-old... I'm sorry, year when, old... what? Oh, 1907. That's what I I'm sorry. Was That's the
1: year we were born.
0: I'm sorry. Can I start again, Joy? <laughs> Maybe it was going somewhere that I didn't know about historically. (laughs) In the summer of 1978, I was born. Son of Sam was very big. (laughs) Oh, God. I didn't even put this. Isn't that one? one? Yeah, no, that is it. Can I start again? I'm leaving it. Go ahead. (laughs) In the summer of 1798, an outbreak of yellow fever in Manhattan sent a 15 year old Washington Irving. Up river to the home of his childhood friends, James K. Paulding in Tarrytown. Irving remained healthy, but became smitten with something else. Do you know what that something else was, Joy? The rustic and spirited surroundings of what would eventually become Westchester County.
1: Oh, all right. I was afraid it was gonna be drugs. Sorry. No, sorry.
0: Yeah, no, he really he like he really got into shrooms.
1: Um oh. God, that explains so much. It took a turn.
0: I know. The rustic and spirited surroundings of what would eventually become Westchester County. He later settled in the Mm -hmm. area and throughout his career as an internationally acclaimed author, he wove the local landscape and its inhabitants into his writings. It's reported that while living in Tarrytown, located just two miles from Sleepy Hollow, Irving stumbled upon the valley in neighboring Sleepy Hollow, when he was out squirrel hunting. I'm sorry, John. <gasps> I know. I know. What an asshole. And the area sorry, as inspired long as it's not mass squirrels. It's yeah, exactly. Sorry, Penny. R A P. Um, and the area inspired his famous story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. So it's only fitting that Washington Irving's home, which is called Sunnyside in Tarrytown, is reportedly haunted. Some have seen the spirits of his nieces who linger after the museum closes because his house has been turned into a museum. So going back a little bit, he never married or had children, but he had a lot of his extended family come and live with him. Mm -hmm. And so the spirits of his nieces have been not only seen there, but they are reported to tidy up after the doors are locked and people come in the next day and it's, it's cleaned up. So... I need them at my house. Um, but, you know, Irving has also been uh, seen there and experienced really? there. And mm. Joy, he, he has a reputation for pinching women. Um, no. Mostly on the behind.
1: So, <sighs> you know. It's not that I find it unbelievable. I, I find it believable. I just am let down i'm disappointed
0: yeah disappointed disappointed is one of the best pinchers yep so okay origin of the irving's headless horseman took place on the slope of Merritt hill in white plains new york about nine miles from sleepy hollow so during the last week of october 1776, this property was the site of hostilities between American and British forces during the American war for independence. So to assist in the difficult task of suppressing the rebellious American colonies, the British brought in reinforcements in the form of Hessian mercenaries from Germany. And It was one of these unlucky fellows who found himself in the path of an American cannonball that relieved him of his noggin which you and i discussed washington irving refers to this incident only briefly in the legend of sleepy hollow without identifying the precise location of this horseman's demise so uh it is uh so today and this is just savage today a small monument topped with an antique cannon, like rude rude Marks the site sure. of these events, and a sign nearby describes the historic significance of the
1: location. So Sleepy Hollow. Why... What? Excuse me. Why I- do humans want to do that? Why do we want to symbolize the death of someone? Or like, like it reminds me of like a crucifix. Like people who are in crucifixes. It's like, oh, Jesus, here's this thing that you probably have bad memories of. Why are we... I-
0: I think it's just maybe to, I mean, it's not for that dude. It's just for all of the people who died. I think it's just a memorial because who knows how many bodies are under that ground, you know? Mm-hmm. It's
1: just right. to be like all a right, marker right. to be
0: like, people, lots of people died here. Uh, bye-bye. Um, anywho, so Sleepy Hollow Cemetery was originally established in 1849 as Tarrytown Cemetery, but the name was changed uh, after Washington Irving passed away because he made that request that it be changed to uh, Sleepy Hollow Cemetery uh, after his passing in 1859. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Who knew? Huh. It was also originally a part of the Dutch uh, church, but it, like, obviously lots of people died. So it, like, kind of spread out and became uh, incorporated into that. It is a very
1: large cemetery. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. Um. So the cemetery is a nonprofit, and it's also nonsectarian, and it holds nearly forty-six thousand internments, and is ninety fucking acres big.
1: Ninety acres. Yeah. Dead people. It's large. I did not walk the whole thing. I definitely did not get to. But... So you
0: didn't get your steps in.
1: No, but I I did see Irving's grave. Well, so that's I good. got to the important parts you know
0: well let me tell you something joy he is not the only notable person to be buried there may i tell you a few of them we've got celebrity
1: graves
0: andrew carnegie of the carnegie's walter chrysler of the chryslers
1: wow
0: (laughs) william rockefeller elizabeth arden of the makeup uh yeah dynasty my favorite one is Mm. leona helmsley (gasps) otherwise known as the queen of mean who upon her death left her maltese dog trouble a 12 million dollar trust fund
1: oh goodness
0: and the person that was entrusted to take care of trouble had to relocate because of death threats really in an attempt to get the money. i don't fucking know
1: that doesn't surprise me
0: but she left five billion to animal charities even though there were grandchildren two grandchildren she, there were four grandchildren uh mm-hmm. her, her husband uh mr helmsley whatever he was her third husband um she had a son who died um she That's sad and he and his wife got he and his wife lived on their property the day after he died the wife got an eviction notice oh <gasps> hey. damn leon a cunt man she's not just the queen of me; damn. she's the queen of cunts wow yeah oh. um yeah, so, but two wow. of the grandchildren got, like, a few million, quite a few million, and the other two got nothing. Um, So, later that was disputed, and the court actually found that she was not of sound mind when she did her will in the disinheriting. So, the two that got nothing were able to really? split, uh, like, five
1: million oh. between the two of them.
0: Hmm. So, that's good. But otherwise, she was an
1: asshole so let's i'm get just some, looking uh, her up now i'm not um i was just yeah. looking her up oh she she lived, lived until 2007.
0: oh yeah she she i think she was just fueled by spite uh and making people's lives hell so hmm. you know that's something to keep in mind if you want to live a long life just have uh just be an asshole so getting to hauntings an apparition has yes been please seen, yeah an apparition has been seen among the graves on more than one occasion and many who have walked through the cemetery have uh, said that they hear soft whispering which cannot be explained
1: i don't like that i don't want that <sniffs> no
0: so let's get cracking with uh with some of the hauntings so westchester county Tarrytown. yes so hauntings were so embedded in westchester's culture um you know, that Washington Irving decided to immortalize it in the 1700s with Legend of Sleepy Hollow, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, one of Westchester's reportedly haunted sites is the Church of St. Barnabas. So it was owned and built by one of Washington Irving's uh, dear friends, Reverend John McVicar, and the church actually hosted washington irving's funeral so witnesses say that they've seen the ghost of both a woman who sits in a rocking chair and uh william mcvicker um, and in addition to this they've seen a family descendant uh that they uh, claim to be like one of like a previous occupant or something that haunts the building so a witness of of one of these matched a photo of a former member of a 19th century pastor's family to a woman she frequently saw sitting in a rocking chair and knitting Ooh. in the church uh as and as recently as the year 2000 which I like to think is recently but as I just said that I realized that was 23 years ago so fuck me sideways um oh, several workers installing, you're cute. It's fine. God I don't even I had a I had an existential crisis the other day when I saw some teen girls wearing my gadzooks uniform realizing that my fashion choices have come back around and i'm having feelings anyway in 2000 several workers installing a new organ left the church in a rush after seeing an apparition in the sanctuary and it's believed by some members of the church to be the ghost of william McVicker. while doing my google sleuthing i came across a paranormal investigator named barry pirro who's done a lot of stuff in the area and he's actually you know he has some opinions as to why the Hudson Valley in particular is, has so much paranormal activity and it's because it's bordered by bodies of waters and it has large bodies of waters in and around it, you know, and with these rivers they're moving and he's like, that just creates this hotbed It's it creates this perfect um, storm for these. So Anywho, I stumbled across his site, which has lots of fun stuff. so go check it out. So he was uh he was contacted by uh some fire fighters uh from a from a firehouse that's located in Terrytown.
1: I have a question. How do you spell his name?
0: It is Barry like b a r r y last name is piro p i r r o oh okay mhm
1: all right
0: so continue f- sorry f- thank you thank you the firehouse that that he checked out is actually a newer ish build i say newer because again i'm in denial it was built in 2008 but it was built a few blocks away from the original uh, firehouse which dated uh, back to the early 1900s and it was torn down because it was uh, structurally unsafe so shortly after moving into the new firehouse unfortunately two firefighters were tragically killed when they were overcome by poison gas while trying to clear a blocked sewer behind this new fire station oh no um and another one was uh died after falling after a truck while coming back from a local parade and these oh, all oh, happened no. shortly after they moved into their new building. So, oh. in addition to this, the new firehouse, uh, it, it has all of the contents from the old firehouse. So, it's a lot of historical shit, which, as you mm-hmm. and I know, like we've discussed, that tends to hold a lot of energy from, from things that have happened. Yeah, yeah. So, one of the first signs of paranormal activity was the sound of jangling keys when there was no one there to do the jingle jangling.
1: Oh. Oh my.
0: So here are some first hand accounts from some fellas who were who reached out to him because he went and investigated it. And there's like a full account of his investigation on his website. Let's get to it. Which I'll I'll put his website uh in our socials. Okay. So here are some first hand accounts given to him by some of the firefighters. Okay. And they sound like young Gentlemen, and of course then my mind totally goes to that inappropriate. I wonder if they have a calendar. dirty dirty they, old lady. Do they have a calendar? Do no. they? And a pole? <laughs> do they have a pole that they slide down? How
1: big are their suspenders? Mm, those boots
0: that are attached to trousers. Delightful. Anyway, god sorry. Woof. Coming back to reality. So, here oh, we go. <clears throat> here it's warm. here's Here is one of their stories, and it begins. Mm. The other night, I was in the engine room where the fire engines are parked. Makes sense. It's called an engine room, Joy. Let's get back to it. I opened the door that leads from the engine room to the foyer, and it sounded like I startled somebody, and I heard them run up the stairs. It sounded like someone had been standing on the second landing, and then I heard footsteps shoot up the stairs they went all the way up to the second floor and then stopped as if they were standing outside the meeting room door one of the other firefighters who also heard the running footsteps upstairs uh went up there to check it out but there was nobody up there another one said you'll hear footsteps going up and down the upstairs hallway all the time if you're sitting in the engine room right above it is the meeting room It'll sound like people moving the furniture around in that room. There are heavy wooden meeting chairs up there. And when you drag them across the floor, they make a really loud sound. So it sounds like people are rearranging the furniture up there, but there's obviously nothing happening. There's never anybody up there when we go to check it out.
1: Oh, no. Uh...
0: So here's another one. (sighs) Uh huh. One time, Brian and I, Brian being one of the other members of this firehouse, one time Brian and I were alone in the firehouse. We took the elevator to the second floor, and as we got out of the elevator, we heard a cabinet slam in the kitchen. So we thought somebody was up there. We walked down the hall to the kitchen, and as soon as we opened the door, we heard another cabinet slam shut. We looked around there was no one there oh it freaked us out so we came back downstairs
1: and that was it yeah you just went back downstairs right.
0: <sighs> here's another story that they have with At Brian. Least
1: ask the ghost if they need some help finding
0: something. i know here's another story with brian Um, The thing that really creeped me out the most was one night, Brian and I were backing one of the trucks out of the engine room. This was at night, and the lights were on in there. And at night, you can see the room from outside when the lights are on. The garage door had closed, and we were backing the truck up. And we looked at the garage door, and we saw a shadow walk past the six garage door windows. It looked like the head and shoulders of a man walking behind the glass. And it was walking between the garage door and the truck. Oh, my God. I told Brian to stop the truck because I thought it was like a reflection or something moving. And then this thing just continued to walk across the engine room in front of the truck. Then through the door that leads from the garage into the foyer, we saw the full figure of a man walk into the elevator. There were no details, just the black shadow of a man, but the entire full figure from his head to his feet. I didn't say anything to Brian until I saw the figure walk into the elevator. I was like, did you see that? Brian was like, yeah, I was just about to tell you. That was the freakiest and craziest thing I've ever seen.
1: Oh my God.
0: Is another story. The front door is really heavy and hard to open when it's locked you have to punch a number into the keypad to get in one time i was alone in the garage and there was no one else in the firehouse i do have questions though joy that it's a lot of just one person in the firehouse what happens when someone like when the alarm goes off is it a is it a volunteer spot or are they just
1: out i'm sure that they're on like a specific rotation of who stays and who goes
0: I get, but it's just one person. Anyway, all right, whatever. Maybe they're just a, you know, Taco Bell.
1: I mean, I um, don't know. Maybe there are two calls happening at the same time and there's uh, only one yeah. person left there.
0: You're right. You're right. Didn't think that I about don't know that. how, wh- where is they're this? they're actually where, saving what? people. Tarrytown.
1: I don't know if it's that busy. Yeah, good point. It's not like a huge area.
0: So maybe it's just that, that maybe they were just responding to... Like a, a kid who got his head stuck in railing. Who knows? Anyway. Uh, it was a lady. child
1: who stuck their tongue to the freezer. They were going to save them. Oh, man. That one cuts. That's why. That one cuts. It's more like a rip than a cut, but yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Savage.
0: Anyway, one time when I was alone in the garage and there was no one else in the firehouse, I heard the front door open and shut. So I looked out the window, but didn't see anything. Then I heard it open again and I looked out and I watched the door open halfway and then slam shut. So I ran from the engine room to the foyer thinking that maybe someone was in here, but no one was around. It had slammed shut like someone outside was pushing it. There was no wind or anything that could have made it do that. The door's too heavy anyway, and you need a code to unlock it.
1: Oh, my god!
0: So here's the thing. i would be so scared to keep working in this fucking firehouse. Yeah, I have one more, and this one to me is like my personal, like, nightmare <gasps> of being in a haunted location. Um, the final story. One day, Bye. we were all sitting here in the rec room, and I was sitting right by the door. I was in one of these chairs, sitting right here. I was leaning back in my chair, but not to the point where I was going to fall over or anything. Just leaning back. And then all of a sudden, I felt someone grab me by my collar, pull me back hard, and I fell backwards. <gasps> oh! I jumped up thinking someone was there, but the door was closed. I had goosebumps, and my hair stood up. Holy shit. I would have done more than that. I also would have had maybe a turd in my pantaloons. <laughs> you know what i'm saying by the way just a side note totally off topic you know those things that they call like spirit numbers or whatever on on your phone when you get like no an 11 of of 444 a oh three i swear to fucking god it keeps happening to me it just happened I just looked down and there's an 1111, and I take screen grabs of it all the time. And now I just have my phone is full of screen grabs.
1: I always see 1228. You do? Mm-hmm. Very frequently look at my phone on my birthday.
0: Oh my God. I know someone who sees one, two, three,
1: four all the time.
0: Hmm. One, two, three, four.
1: I wonder though if you add up the amount of times that you look at your phone, how high a percentage it actually is. Because we look I mean, at our phones all the time. We look at the clock all the time.
0: It's not just my phone. It's like i glance at the microwave clock,
1: and there it is. I know, but I'm, I'm one of those people who's always like, what fucking time is it? I have things to do. What time is it? How much time do I have? Oh, yeah. So I'm like constantly looking at it. So I'm wondering if you just added up all the time that you happen to look at some kind of clock. Yeah. And then added up the amount of times that you actually see that. It's just that you're not like, Paying attention to 323 PM. Like, I could tell you a number right now. Just use 323 as an example. Yeah. Next time you look, you're gonna be like, oh, it's 323. I can't believe I looked at the clock when it was 323. But it's only because you're thinking of 323 right. now subconsciously, because I told you to. Right. Or your phone is haunted. you find
0: yourself listening to our show and thinking, oh, I have a story that I should send in. Then go to our website, theresidualspodcast.com, and send us a message. We love bringing you all things paranormal, but we would like to do more. And this is where you come in.
1: If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast. After that, leave us a glowing review, give us a five-star rating, and share us on your social media. We are so grateful for your support. Now, back to the show.
0: I just found out. So, Tarrytown has one fire department, and it's an Mm -hmm. entirely voluntary organization that has been serving the village since the mid-19th century. It's comprised Mm. of six fire companies located throughout the village. The fire department always welcomes volunteers, and they maintain their own website. Hey guys, if you're uh, living in the area and you're down with volunteering, uh,
1: go for it. Go be a firefighter.
0: Go do it. Go do it. Um, let me find the address.
1: Nope. Can't
0: find it. Oh, the main the main firehouse uh, is at 50 Main Street. Go say hi. Bring them donuts and coffee and maybe an exorcist. I don't know um so let's continue so i also looked into like some of the urban legends because when you got a place like this there's always going to be some shit right something that has been established like i don't know this one is has all of the the good bits it's like i feel like stefan talking about a club this road has everything it's got witches. It's got a gray lady. It's got a gravestone. It's got cannibalistic albino cult members. What? Oh, yeah. It's the hottest club what? in Westchester County. Let's get to it. It's called Buckout Road, Joy. What is it called? Buck Out Road, B-U-C-K-O-U-T, Buck Out. Sounds like a a show that like- Get the Buck Out. Well, yeah, but it also sounds like, yeah, it it sounds like an MTV show where people just like ride four wheelers and drink moonshine and do dumb shit like shoot firecrackers out of their assholes. I don't know. Anyway, let's get to it. Buck Out Road. It's located in White Plains. Uh, slash Harrison, new york and it's gained a notorious reputation as one of the most haunted roads in america which to be honest joy i think that's a bit of an overstatement considering yeah the, this this shit is mostly based on local law and rumors uh I think we're, like, designed to scare the local youths. Anyway, um, the legends and stories surrounding this two-mile stretch of road. I know I'm sounding like you. What happened to me? Filled, I know. Whew. Are filled with tales of albino cannibals, witches, and murder. Right. The most infamous legend associated with Buckout Road is the tale of the albino cannibals. It is said that there was a mysterious red house on the road which served as their dwelling place for a family of cannibalistic albinos. The belief oh is gosh. if you park your car in front of the red house and honk the horn three times, the cannibalistic albino family would emerge and attack you, tearing you limb oh from god. limb.
1: Oh my god, what? Who figured that Ooh. out
0: and like lived to tell the tale? You know what I mean?
1: That one just that one dude
0: you guys, guess what I did last night? Just so you know that funny. red house on Buck Out? I was like, fuck this noise. Come on out, this, you pussy I'm... albino cannibals. He pulled like his I'm nose. looking these. <laughs> Come on out. Come and fight me, you pussies. So I hugged the horn three times, and they came out, and they shredded me and ripped me limb from limb. And I was like, fuck off, bro. And here I am, telling you all about it, drinking my labats.
1: Um, this happens to be very close to where I went to college. Um, really, yeah, wow, this is so close. I wonder if I've ever been on the street.
0: Maybe, did you see any? I might have, cannibals chasing you down the road.
1: Well, I went to SUNY Purchase the last year and a half of my college career. Um, and this is real close. And I was like, I used to stay at my friend's house in White Plains, and I mean. Yeah, if I didn't go on the road, I definitely like. Oh, it's on Lake Street. Oh, yeah, I definitely like pass this road if I didn't actually drive on it.
0: Well, then did you wow. did you honk your horn three times at the red house? If no, not, probably not. Why, Joy? I
1: probably flicked my cigarette three times. As I drove
0: Same thing doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. I miss smoking anyway. God, can I just tell you? Yes, please. Let's talk about cigarettes. obviously <laughs> middle middle aged middle aged uh, doctor's appointment today about middle aged things, and they were talking to me about a medication and its risks for stuff, and they were like, "And you're high risk if you smoke a pack of cigarettes a day." And Joy, my 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 knee jerk reaction was to say, not anymore," but I wish. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with me? What is wrong
1: with me? Also, they are Things so become expensive become nostalgic What are they, like $17 a pack or something? What is but, it?
0: Like in the 90s, living in North Carolina, those fuckers were in the candy aisle when you went to checkout. Uh, and we, fuck. not me, because like, I had Catholic guilt, but I have quite a few friends that had sticky fingers. Oh! But this was also the time when your parent could write a note and send you to the local gas station to get their pack of Marlboro <laughs> which my friends were do on yeah. a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, the 90s. What a time. Anyway, let's carry on, shall we? Mm. One mm-hmm. of the most yeah, well-known Sorry. families associated with Buckout Road is, guess what? The Buckout family. Oh, no. uh, oh okay. The, and that their, their name is allegedly believed to inspire the name of the road. You know, I can't really think of any other reason that it would be named that. But. It's
1: it's just an old wives tale. It has nothing to do.
0: Right. No big deal. There's actually a gravestone uh, of John Buckout that is on the road. So uh-huh. many people drive On the road? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So people drive by it. So there is a murder associated with this family um, that is attributed to some haunting uh, experiences people have had on the road. Um, And some uh, have, you know, the, the legend is like John Buckout, who buried Gravestone. It's not him. So what it was, it's actually a descendant of Buckout. So on New Year's Day, 1870, Isaac mm-hmm. Van, this this name is just good. God Almighty. Isaac Van Wart, Buckout of Sleepy Hollow, invited a neighbor and his son to tea. While Isaac Van Wart Buckout's wife Louisa Ann was serving refreshments, Isaac excused himself for a moment and came back with a double-barreled shotgun. Oh! He killed his neighbor, Alfred Rendell, wounded the uh- son. And then crushed his wife's skull with the gun the reason what the fuck? no big deal the reason is because he suspected his wife had been cheating on him but not with these victims joy suspected yeah here's here's the thing it, it wasn't she wasn't he didn't think she was cheating with these with these neighbor and his son uh he he thought that it was uh his brothers and their nephew what anywho after three if there
1: I the amount of times on the show that we talk about things that could have been prevented by mental health care
0: oh my god or just not so much toxic masculinity patriarchy also
1: that yes but that goes into mental health because yes but that's a different Let's not. Yeah, anyway exactly
0: Woof! i'm appalled don't get me started you want to know the Son worst of part a joy bitch. Here's, here's the kick in the in the pantaloons know. um after three trials he was finally convicted of murder and was hanged <gasps> in white plains in 1871
1: oh where was he hanged white plains like where was it? Just says white,
0: plain. white just plains. Says white plains is not small. That's. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't know okay, so here's one of the other Carry on. the the uh, other apparitions, which I think every single haunted location has one of them. It's like the man in the hat, <laughs> apparition, uh, oh. regular vision of things. I mean, it's lots a, of people it's a lady hats, in white. So... No, it's it's okay. a lady. It's another lady in white. So it's said to sure. be Mary Buckout. Uh, and oh. she's the mother of uh, but of a but another Buckout family who lived mm-hmm. on the road, and she died when she hung herself from a tree. So many people in the oh area goodness. have reported seeing the ghost of Mary. Um, so and sad. she is the wife of John Buckout, the dude with the grave on the street. So, um, okay. while her husband's grave still stands many people from the area report that the family cemetery experienced several grave robberies over the years which is possibly the source of mary's unsettled
1: spirit oh Um, she wants her ship back mm -hmm. so it's funny that you mentioned
0: that that you went to school in this area because may i tell you something joy may i lay some knowledge on you Yes, please. This area has one of the most haunted universities in the nation.
1: Oh, which one is it? Is it Manhattanville?
0: Fordham University.
1: Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. This
0: motherfucker is Mm -hmm. straight up from the basement of the Ghostbusters fire tower um right here we go there are many rumors stories and speculations surrounding Fordham University and the ghosts that seem to linger it might have something yeah. to do with the fact that scenes from the Exorcist were filmed there or that oh, the campus, yeah yeah or that the campus is well over a century old and built on or near land that once contained a hospital whatever the reason hmm. Rose Hill is considered to be one of the most haunted campuses in the Northeast, if not the whole United States. Oh, my. Are you ready? I am. So here's here's the Rose Hill bit. The school itself is built on the old Rose Hill Manor and the site of an old hospital that was taken down in the 1830s. Though there are stories told about places all over the campus, Keating Hall is one of the m- most notorious spots. So the building was possibly built over the top of the morgue tunnels of the old hospitals. Oh, wow. Yeah, in the 1930s. Late one night in the 1970s, while in the basement, a security guard sat down to take a break. Despite being alone, the man heard a door slam. His curiosity and suspicion gave way to all-out fear. When the chairs Uh around him started moving... And slamming themselves into a wall. Oh my God. Like a furniture mosh pit. Wow. He went he was running. Watching? Yeah, well, he was in there, sitting in a chair. That's insane. Amongst it. Yeah, it's like bumper cars. Oh my cars. God. Paranormal no. bumper cars. The guard went running from the campus, some say leaving his shoes behind and never returned. Badoop, boop, boop. Oh,
1: in my the God. Summer, like, it's one right. thing to talk about the, sorry, it's one thing to talk about the like, firefighters you know they're like hearing things moving around and like getting up there and you know not actually saying but like to be in a room when something like that is happening holy shit like what would you even do
0: well i think one of the other things that has to do with it is that it's like a jesuit priest university situ So in the summer of 2003, before any of the students had had moved into the Queen's Court dormitory, so like the the Mm -hmm. Queen's Court is made up of a few different dormitories together, and it's for the underclassmen, like mostly freshmen, right? So uh, before any of the students had moved in, in the summer of 2003, RAs would repeatedly find the mattresses in one of the rooms propped up, When they were making them rounds rather than laying flat. No matter how many times they fixed them and laid them down, they would come back to the room on their rounds, and again, they would be up, upright. So weird. So one night around 2.30 a.m., one of the RAs heard a knock at his door. Standing there was an elderly Jesuit who said, someone must have been praying pretty loudly if they got me up at this hour sorry about (gasps) that it normally stays at the other end of the hall but it must have gotten out don't worry i took care of it what the fuck was the it that the priest was talking about yeah because you know what joy for the rest of the summer the mattresses stayed in their proper places The RA later tried to seek out the Jesuit, but when they described the elderly man who visited them in the night, he was told that the only Jesuit bearing that description had died 10 years earlier. So a dead Jesuit got...
1: like hiding my face, like it's going to help me.
0: So the dead Jesuit is like, that fucking prankster got out of his... Heidi hole that i stuck his in his
1: dybbuk box
0: yeah so i don't worry i stuck him back in there don't don't oh my god i oh. i took care of him okay <sighs> Gross. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, uh, oh so uh so o'hare <laughs> is one of the newer dorms built in 2000 newer ah, 23 years old <clears throat> anyway um it has the ghost uh of its own, because one of the construction workers who was working on the roof uh unfortunately had a heart attack and fell tragically to his death. The students oh. have reported the sound of hammering in the walls as if his spirit was still trying to finish the job
1: listen that has got to be a special kind of hell for you to be continually doing your fucking job from the other side, right? Fuck that. What did this person do in life to be inside walls <sighs> hammering?
0: That's like that's like the purgatory portion of the seven circles of hell, if there is one.
1: Yeah, don't like, know. don't fucking tell me that my afterlife is going to be drawing a bunch of tattoos for people.
0: Uh, Please don't tell me that. Mine's just going to be constantly <laughs> wiping bums at this point.
1: Or <laughs> hiding in a I'm toilet. I'm just making the same... That and making dino nuggets every night for right. dinner. That's the other thing I'll be doing. Just drawing tattoos and making the convection oven work.
0: I, I think don't come
1: in my kitchen. I'm busy.
0: I'll be I'll be just hiding in someone's toilet shouting, privacy! Privacy. <laughs> I'm going to the toilet. I need privacy. Don't open the door. <laughs> That's gonna be my residual haunting absolutely oh god anyway uh absolutely so so here's a here's a glorious one uh so this this is like the last one and possibly one of the worst ones uh (sighs) coming becoming a dorm uh Mm -hmm. finley dorm uh before becoming a dorm was the location of fordham's medical school so in the lofted rooms students could observe dissections of cadavers um oh. and the basement of it served as a holding place for said cadavers so more mm-hmm. than once students have woken up in the middle of the night feeling as if someone is grabbing at their throat making it difficult for them to breathe or feel a tugging oh, or feel a tugging on their toe as if they were a cadaver being tagged <laughs> 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 so shitty it they also sometimes do they also sometimes see what looks like students peering down at them from the loft nah Ew. no (laughs) the first floor of the building has chairs and historical items on display but few students sit on them because of the feeling of being watched there are also cold spots even in the summer and people often say that the spirits of jesuits that have passed are the cause of these. On the third floor, there are many reports of being touched on the shoulder and seeing ghosts while in the auditorium. A chair tumbling down the stairs without anyone present has been witnessed more than once.
1: Oh man.
0: Fuck off with that shit. Fuck <sighs> that Honestly, oh, I think haunted universities uh deserved their own podcast, let alone episode on this.
1: Yeah, seriously. I mean, I just know from going to our college. Right. (laughs) Heard all the things and had all the weird things happen.
0: So the last one I found, and this one is actually really fucking frustrating for me because I really could not find much about it. I spent hours, days, late nights just trying to find something uh, on this because it's been investigated by a bunch of spots and they have ghost tours so my next stop is gonna be just looking um at the selection of of the travel channels non-travel yeah yeah about ghosts so uh tarrytown music hall unexplained happenings and paranormal activity have been experienced at this 135 year old historic theater These Mm. events include lights mysteriously turning back on after closing, the eerie sound of an unknown singer performing vocal scales in the wings after hours,
1: Mm.
0: Uh, hauntings including a former stagehand from the 1880s who can be heard whistling in the wings, and high-profile artists allegedly refuse to be in one particular dressing room Because of a presence, an overwhelming presence that they sense.
1: Oh. So, this actually has
0: been investigated Mm -hmm. by a paranormal investigation team. It's the Gotham Paranormal Research Society. And they are a member of the Taps family. (gasps) Oh, no way. AKA our favorite plumbers turned. (laughs) Ghost hunters.
1: Favorite ghosty Rhode Islanders.
0: Yeah, they're like the the paranormal Mario Brothers.
1: Oh. Jay and Grant. With Boston accents. So,
0: this is what I'm going to close with, Joy. Did you say Boston accents?
1: Yeah.
0: Aren't they Boston? They're from
1: Rhode Island, bitch.
0: Oh, God, dip. Fine. Sorry, somewhere on the East Coast.
1: (gasps) Excuse me. Excuse me. Don't hurt me. No. (laughs) <laughs> boston is a different thing
0: which also anyway, did you know on. that before his <laughs> passing meatloaf had become very good friends with them because he was very invested in the paranormal mm. i think i've mentioned this i, at I one do point recall talking about that you. yeah
1: yeah that yes. i at some point you did point, tell us about that
0: at some point in my career i met i somehow was got into conversation with him. He was a very lovely person um to chat with. And he engaged me in conversation and just randomly brought up ghosts, which me, you know, mm. me, I'm like, Ew, tell me about it. Yeah. You're like, now we have something for real in and common to talk about. I will never forget his very serious and, and with conviction saying to me, there are people walking down the street who are dead that you see. And you don't know that they're dead.
1: Thanks, Mean Life. Thanks for that. This was his pre-anti-vax phase.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. it was years before mm. that came out.
1: Yeah,
0: but you know, ghosts don't need vaccines, so or do they? that's for another episode anywho so that this is what i fuck.
1: no when am i getting sick and feeling crappy if i don't have a body uh-uh. i know fuck that noise refuse refuse anywho
0: yes i'm yes. gonna wrap this up with something that i've always avoided every time you've brought it up but <gasps> now i am becoming absolutely fucking fascinated and have some opinions and some theories about this Did you know that the Hudson Valley is known as a hotspot for UFO activity? Ah! (laughs) Pine Bush is known as the Area 51 of the East Coast, and Unsolved Mysteries dedicated an entire bloody podcast episode to the Hudson Valley wave, which was a wave of UFO sightings in the lower Hudson Valley in the 80s. So, Joy, Ah. I have avoided avoided the
1: topic of aliens For listeners the shit-eating grin on my face could not be bigger fuck off but
0: i now have theories theories that i need to discuss with you all right let's Soon. do it not right now obviously not right, right now see. yeah yeah <gasps> So that's it. Okay. The haunting of Sleepy Hollow and its surrounding areas. Let's just
1: count it. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much. No, thank
0: you. Thank you.
1: The Terrytown Music Hall is one of those like really pretty old buildings, and like that whole sort of main street area is really cute mm-hmm. um, in Terrytown. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to go on one of the ghost tours the next time I'm there. Anyhow. Yeah. I just uh, I don't know where that's gonna be, but we'll see. You know. um, yeah, my my relatives, my sister in law, and her family live like a few blocks from there. Oh so dang! We were yeah, we were like right over there.
0: Damn, Gina.
1: Also, if you haven't been to Patriots Park, um, it's right on like the Terrytown Sleepy Hollow border. It's not huge, but the little creek runs through it and they have all these like old stone bridges and like stuff that go through the park to let the creek pass through it. It's adorable. I love it. It's so cute.
0: So that was a story that I didn't include, but that's also haunted by somebody who was killed back around the time. Actually, I think a lot of people died there, but there is a ghost there that you can hear talking to themselves. Oh, Anyway, so that's it. Yeah, that, that concludes it.
1: Thank you. So that's uh, so exciting. Joy,
0: what are you grateful for?
1: Whoa, we're just yeah,
0: I just fucking went into right that. Right in here. I went wow. into that. What
1: am I grateful for? Oh, I, I can share this because okay. maybe it will help me to be accountable for something that I would like to finish, but oh, might get oh frustrated with. Okay. Um for a long time I have been wanting to illustrate. A tarot card deck. Oh yeah. Uh, so I think I figured out what I want it to be, and I'm in the process of, like, fleshing out which card would go with what illustration and figuring out, like, what all the cards mean. And so this will take me a long time. Um, but I'm going to do cute little animals I sent you a picture the other day of a tiny mouse with a that. little lantern and a walking stick for the hermit card that I'm gonna make. It's my first one.
0: I love that so much. It's
1: so cute. I love that so much. Um, so I would like to do a whole deck of cute animals um, as the cards, and then do a book to go with it. With the illustration on each page and then like a brief description of what the card means. Uh-huh. But then I started like researching it and I fell into this hole of like, Oh, do what if don't. I was like, what don't if do I it. make each animal's traits go with the cards traits and I get real fucking into it. And I was like, this is going to take me 64 years. Um, no, <laughs> no, don't Maybe do it. I'll finish it when I'm dead.
0: That's like when I start thinking about how I've become that person now that I cannot read with my glasses on. I have to put, take them off and, or like prop them <laughs> up on my forehead because I'm now that person who probably needs progressives. And so then I start thinking about my eyes and how have they suddenly changed? And what are eyes? And how do I know that what I'm seeing is actually
1: what, I'm <laughs> what are eyes?
0: <laughs> how do I know this isn't just a fever dream and I'm in the matrix? What are eyes? <laughs>
1: So don't do that. Don't do that. I'm gonna try and and just loosely base it. Like I was like, oh well, okay, you know, the little mouse is, doesn't necessarily have to be solitary. It's fine that he's the hermit because the hermit's yeah. not just about being solitary. Anyway, <clears throat> so I am grateful that I have figured this out because it's been bothering me. Because I knew I wanted to do a tarot deck, but I just didn't have the right direction. Right. and I found it, and I'm very excited. Love so it. there. What it. are you grateful for?
0: Well, Joy, yeah. uh, I survived a trip to Ikea on a Sunday with my seven-year-old. Allelu. And I'm going to tell ya, it was actually pretty awesome. And she had a blast. She hadn't been to Ikea since she was three in the before times. And mm-hmm. so we started with the cafeteria and she was very excited to be in charge of pushing the cart with the trays on it and we shared this delicious chocolate cake that i'm kicking myself that i didn't get the frozen fucking cake from the it anyway i it was delicious um and i had i had peas and mashed potatoes and she had chicken nuggets and fries and uh we she started and using the mashed potatoes like it was a dip so she was like like scooping mashed potatoes with chicken nuggies and then she started doing it with with chips with her french fries and so it was potato on potato and it was <laughs> it's the hot potato hot potato, hot action. potato hot potato action so yeah but we did that and they had this really fun thing you know you can join the ikea family and you don't have to pay and it gives you a discount and you get free coffee with it but in signing up they had a scavenger hunt looking for their little teddy bears that are wearing overalls with a heart on them and you had to go to each department with your little pencil and then you win a prize at the end and so oh. there were a few times that i had to remind my child why are we at ikea are we here for the scavenger hunt we're not so let's concentrate on what we need to get and not rush to the kitchen sure. section." But Sorry. it was great because she was like she got so excited <gasps> and she that. found the bears and stuff and I was able to not disassociate and have a panic attack um and mm-hmm. but yeah so we came home with all the stuff she won a teddy she won that little teddy very proud of herself and I got six packets of the biscuits like the Jammy Dodgers but instead of jam they have chocolate um and i couldn't find the jam ones and i got a bunch of chocolates and a big bag of dime bars and i am oh my gosh a very happy person
1: good i'm so happy for you
0: thank you that is my gratitude mainly that i survived i am a little upset that i did not find david bowie's giant card piece at the center of the labyrinth
1: oh but I'll get well, it. well a girl can dream whatever um I forgot to mention this at the top of this episode. Mm -hmm. Over the weekend, I kept an eye on somebody's house while they were away. Uh Uh-oh. And it wasn't like having to stay there. I didn't like house sit or like spend a lot of time. I just had to go in and look at things and get the mail and stuff and bring it in. Which incidentally, being a heavily tattooed person who uh, dresses pretty casually... Uh-huh. I don't know how to say it, uh, in Long Beach, California, when you're taking packages off of someone's porch, Ooh. you definitely expect like the next door neighborhood brigade yeah. to tackle you as a yeah. porch pirate. So Got every it. time that I had to bring their stuff in, I was like, someone is going to take a picture of me and put uh, it on the internet. No, saying, you're on I saw this door.
0: woman stealing people's packages. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> you've, you've made
1: it. Fantastic. So... While I didn't get tackled, which was nice. Congrats. I was entering the house through like the back door. And listen, <laughs> I don't like this. As soon as I walked in, I was like, oh, I'm not, not alone in this house. <laughs> For real life? Just was like, I feel something here. I don't know if it's the house looking at me because I haven't been here before. But I was just like oh, I'm going to do this real quick and leave. No. I think it was the second day I was watching the one of the owners texted me. and He was like, hey, I think that we forgot the AC on. Can you just like run up the stairs and shut the AC off and just leave the fan on? And I was like, sure, no problem. But I got up the stairs and I was like, I have, I wear it. What is an air conditioner? I can't think.
0: <laughs> no. So funny. no.
1: But it, and it wasn't like bad but it was just
0: overwhelming.
1: I am not alone in this space. It's very funny. So one day I made Enzo come. I was like, why don't you come to the house with me and look around? It'll be an adventure. Let's go look through the
0: people's shit. Let's go through the medicine. Like All cabinet. I have to
1: do is do like a once around. And he's like, what about this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? And I'm like, let's go. We're done. I just needed someone else I had to bring
0: my seven-year-old. Just bring a squirrel next time. Bring one of the squirrels. It's fine.
1: <laughs> I had to bring my seven-year-old for backup. <laughs> I'm the worst. You're not the worst. If something happened, I would protect him. But I just needed to not be alone, right? It was just such an over what. Like sometimes I remember, like I'll tell you, oh, because like my house is pretty chill. Not a lot of stuff happens in there. Yeah. And I'm mostly only at my house. I don't feel anything. Right. Frequently, like I don't, I'm just not used to it anymore. And sometimes I think like, man, I have paranormal podcast. And sometimes I wonder if I actually believe in paranormal stuff because I hardly ever feel anything. <laughs> I just well, walked into this house and was like, oh no, <laughs> I have to go.
0: Hearkening back to a conversation you and I had before we started recording, we were talking about people like you and I who have conditions that cause just daily chronic pain that you ignore that you get to the point where you're so used to it that you ignore it because you just live with it
1: it doesn't register yeah Yeah. it
0: doesn't register that you're in pain so then when something that's really not doesn't feel good happens then you're like oh I'm gonna pay attention to this and it's kind of like oh my god I can't believe how much it hurts yeah
1: yeah that's a good analogy
0: thank you so much i appreciate it
1: yeah hey that's a good one thank you anyway i forgot to say that at the top so we're going out with it such a dork such a fucking dork oh man you guys missed us huh
0: well this bodes well for us going to to check out other haunty spots oh shit and we've been talking about like having a, a meetup Uh, Yes, a residuals
1: rendezvous. Yeah,
0: like a field trip.
1: You know, they have, like, the Queen Mary open for, like, dinner and drinks and stuff, too. You don't have to do a ghost tour. We could just, like, get a drink or, like, get something to eat and hang out and tell ghost stories on the Queen Mary.
0: Well, yeah, but... um... They do have a super duper ghost tour that's a private one that you can have with a private group. And it is way more in depth than the usual one. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I like
1: both ideas. I like just sitting around talking about ghost stories with people. And I want to be on a professional ghost tour too.
0: Well, I like food. So let's do it.
1: Food is good. Apparently they have chowder and I like chowder as long as it's the New England variety and not Manhattan.
0: I went there for my birthday. Why are you scrunching your face time? at
1: chowder? Was, um, we just have to make sure we don't use the weird cursed bathroom that Lewis told us about oh. last season. Wait, isn't that one just for staff? I don't know what's what anymore. They've been moving all kinds of shit around in there. Yeah. No, thank you. They've been redoing everything. I don't know.
0: No, thank you. Um, yeah, but you know what, if, if you guys listening have, uh, have any ideas of other places that we could go on a field trip in Southern California, you know what you can do? Give us a call. Give us Please, a call, call us, and yes. leave it on our answering machine. The hotline. It is call three, the hotline. two, Oops. three. <laughs> it is. Are
1: are you going to three, two, three. Five three, three eight, eight two two six 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 six, six. six. God, okay now one awesome of us fun. do it so it's clear oh okay um can I do my
0: can I can I do my my awful evil voice with the six okay three two three five three eight two six
1: six six I'll put a filter on that so it lo- sounds more menacing thank you it does not sound very right menacing Zook, zook, zook. Oh you my god! Like that. That, oh
0: my god! You just just put that in over it instead. Good. Oh, <laughs> <Was> that's scary. That <laughs> yeah, kind of gave me the willies, dude. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Joy. Yes. Until next time. Until next time,
1: friends. Sage your sofas
0: And don't be afraid of the dark.
1: But I will.
0: Bye. With you. Bye. Bye. Three two three five three eight two six 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 six.